If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it. I've never seen her this dressed up. She is in all pink wearing a dress. She's brushed her hair and it's the one and only for those of you watching on YouTube, Sarah Farasia. Thank you, gorgeous. What do you what do you think? I don't get dressed up for you. What are you saying? I'm like, like a schlump every time I come on here. I mean, this is like a whole like, what is this? It's a pink and I've never seen this before. A dress, you guys, a dress. Well, it's just a little number for you, you know. I thought, you know what, I'm going to really dress up for my David Yontif today. I am going to go all out. Uh, we are Vanderpump Rules recapping. And um, I do have one question for you. Yes. How, did you ever go on that date with that guy that Patty Stinger was going to hook you up with? Did okay, first of, n- well, first of all, Patty has all these rules. I'm not in the club, but he's in the club, so he must have paid. I know what Patty's fees are, so I'm like, oh. So he paid money, and when Patty has someone, she calls me. No, um, he is in New York, and I have not been back to New York. I'm here in L.A., girl. So we are talking, but you know what I love? Last weekend, and there's no pictures allowed in Patty's club, Um, so it's a really a blind date, but... It kind of works in a way. Look, you could always meet a friend. She, last week he was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend to do? He's like, oh, I'm going to Carbone tonight. And this, and he, he knew the restaurants to go to in New York. And that, I like someone in the know. I, I need you. You don't have to be cool and hip. I don't like that. And you definitely should not like reality TV. You should hate reality TV and know nothing about it. But I like when you like know where to go. You know what I'm saying? Sarah's smoking a no, fake cigarette. This is an overall no. This is an overall no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, this is an overall no. But you know, I am. What I have been busy with is this is our, what? yeah, the, it's an overall no, but we're still talking, you know, whatever. When I get to New York, I'll get to New York. Um, this is my second foray this week into Vanderpump Rules because yesterday I did a Vanderpump Rules breakdown with the Brav Bros on my podcast. I was hanging with the straight guys. I was hanging with the straight bros, girl. I want to see this. I want to see this. Well, I, Sarah's laughing. Do you know it was me and these the two straight bros? Do you I, I ever? That I've really seen you interact with straight men. Okay, how did this go down? I gotta go listen to this. All right, see, you're already you're already laughing. Now listen. Um, no, I listen. I actually have like a good chemistry with straight bros. These particular two straight bros, but straight bros in general. I mean, do you ever think like, yeah, straight bros I in general do? My husband and see, yeah. you know. What- <laughs> I know how to bro out, girl. Just butch it up a little bit. Look, I'm wearing flannel today. Well, leftover. You look a little butch. This is actually the butchest I've seen you, actually. Girl, no, the bra bros have rolled, rubbed <laughs> off of me. They were on my show yesterday doing Vanderpump, girl. 
You look very much. And I asked you, I said, have you bought a gun yet? And you look like you're getting closer. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, no, I, I would be literally scared, but you know what? Um, no, I mean, you ever wake up and you, oh my feel, God. you ever wake up and you think to yourself, like, you know how fabulous your life would be, Sarah Fraser, if you were born gay? Like, what if I was born straight? I would, like, bro it up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, honey, you'd be watching sports. You'd oh, be man. just out there looking for chicks. I mean, you'd be oh, God. <laughs> I'd probably have a wife and a kid, and then I would be, like, miserable. Oh, miserable. Um, And yeah, hey. Yeah. I yeah. know we have 10,000 ideas, and we will stay focused, but- as Vanderpump, we, baby. Vanderpump. Go on. As we continue to be millionaires, can we please do a show where it's like, you know, Sarah takes David Fish out of water and like you and I go to the yes. shooting range and I just yes. see you trying to shoot a gun. We, she's laughing. We could do our own version of The Simple Life right oh here in LA. And just... He's so good, you guys. Oh, God. Anyhow. <sighs> That's terrific. So you and the Brav Bros, what did you talk about? Huge Sandoval news, by the way. I mean- Again, explosion. And I have a lot of thoughts on this comment. Talk this, to me about this this New York Times article he's commented. I mean, did you, did you read the latest that apparently his publicist during it was like texting furiously and apparently after Bravo called and they were like, now what was that about OJ Simpson and George Floyd? Bravo called and just had a few questions about what was actually said. And okay. then I think shudder. So talk so to me about your feelings. Of having a publicist. Why didn't she stop the interview? Why didn't she stop the interview and back up that quote right when it was happening? Mm, um, honey, let me tell you something. I do the interviews over here behind the velvet rope. And sometimes there's a publicist or a network, hi, Bravo, on the line. And no one says shit, this passive aggressive bullshit. And then the shit comes out and then there's a headline and then everyone's upset. It's like, you're on the fucking call. Why didn't you speak up? I agree with you. Couldn't agree more. Normally, and and for anybody listening, obviously you and I have dealt with networks for a long time, TLC, NBC, Fox. Hmm. They will call you after. They will call you after. And they ask you very nicely, Sarah, you know, this person said this. Can you take that out? Well, usually it's more spoilers around the show. Um, and for the most part, I play ball because to me, like those little things are not worth losing a relationship, especially when the network is great to you and really puts their people on and helps you out. Right. Uh, you know, with the media, I got to say, you've hired publicists in the past. I've worked with publicists. They always tell you going in like most of these journalists doing like these New York magazines and stuff. They're not really your friends. They are looking for. Yeah. They're looking to sink you in some way, right? They're looking for you to tangle yourself up because it's a good story and everything's about clickbait for the most part now. Not saying there aren't good journalists out there. This this was a big faux pas for him in the sense you just can't, if he, if he just equated Scandoval to OJ, I think people would have gotten it. Mm -hmm. Again, not that that's a great connection because unfortunately two very innocent lives and a mother- her life was taken early. And of course, now we found out he's guilty, right? A book, if I did it. So, but I think- Don't if listen just, to my chat with Kato Kaylin. Uh, <laughs> I did, and it was excellent. It was uh, good. It was Pulitzer Prize winning. But thank you. just stopped there. I, I don't think there'd be the hoopla. 
once you bring George Floyd into it, that's just such a much bigger issue that has nothing to do with a pop culture TV show. What he was trying to do, and he did it very, very poorly and insensitively, was to say, look, the visceral reaction that people had to those moments in history is what it felt like for Sandoval, for, for, from Tom's point of view. Now, that one, I think, is very arrogant to put yourself on that level. Um, I'm not offended by any of this. Like people are outraged and housewives are doing videos. Oh my God. Look, the guy is basically, what he's trying to say is we, it was weird to him that it became this unbelievable pop culture moment that in his mind, he equates to these other things. Okay. Completely racially insensitive. Um, Why his publicist didn't, I, I cannot even believe what the fuck is the point of hiring a publicist? These people are paid. And now he's made a statement and, you know, where is, where is, first of all, I would love to hear more people from the cast. I'd love to hear their reactions. Katie, of course, has, you know, spoken out as she often does, but you know, we have Jax has been fired and rehired. Kristen Doty has been fired and rehired. Stassi's fired. It's not exactly the same thing, but isn't it like, where where's bravo's outrage i know that they're they made a call oh, behind the it, scenes it's not no come so. on you can't equate it to fine they you know you can't equate it with they did to and and stassi accused a black woman of theft Correct. that is way different he was he the guy is not a lyrical i'm and look i'm not defending what he said it was really in poor taste and the fact that he didn't recognize immediately and go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, sorry, I don't want to be equating myself to George Floyd in any way, shape, or form or what I went through. I mean, maybe he's that racially dumb. I don't know. But I mean, it's totally different than what Jax and all of them did. I mean, they really went after someone of color personally that was innocent. I mean, that's like way different. This guy's equating, you know, this guy has such an ego, Tom Sandoval, that he thinks he's on the same level as these moments in history. Couldn't they have compared himself to like Taylor and Travis Kelsey in the Eras tour for the takeover of the NFL? Yes. Like anything anything else. I mean, I'm just saying. I I would not fire him over this. I wouldn't. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You know, I always start out the year with such lofty financial goals. Look, tax returns are coming soon. 
We're getting over holiday spending, and I like to have my financials in order at the beginning of every year. That's why I use the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. If you're looking for a credit card that helps you build credit, this is it. What I love best, and I've never been able to find this before in a credit card, is that there's no annual fees, there's no interest, and there's no credit check to apply. So you can access over 60,000 fee-free ATMs. You can pay your friends through Chime, whether they're Chime members or not. Start building your credit. Open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com slash Velvet. That's Chime.com slash Velvet. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and over-the-counter advance fees may apply. Call one 844 6363 for details. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Well, guess what? I don't think it's what? Overnight ratings are over 1 million, so he's not being fired. You're so don't you worry about that. Don't you you worry. I found it more. I guess a weird juxtapose that last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules was really almost about Tom Sandoval's, you know, suicidal thoughts. That's really what it was about. And then like today he makes this huge statement, apologizes, and now people are calling for him to be fired. And I'm sure if anything, he's probably feeling like, oh, am I worth it? You know, this ain't going to help his uh, popularity with the, the public now. Gertie from Miami is very upset with him. As she should be. And a lot of people are just, uh, where's Lalas? Where's Lisa? What does Lisa Vanderpump think about this? When Lisa, Lisa goes uh, out today and she that Bentley pulls up, when that Bentley pulls up to Tom Tom and she gets out, and the paparazzi are there waiting for her because she has to go check the registers and see what the overnight sales were of uh, drinks. I mean, this is the first question that she's going to be asked. I mean, when Ken goes to, you know, the polo lounge for, you know, brunch with uh donut, the new donut that we met last night. They're going to be waiting for him. Like, let's get a better, have your statement ready, guys. Yeah, it's an easy statement. Tom Sandoval made a very foolish, stupid statement. He should never have said that and equated himself anywhere in the category of especially George Floyd. And, and even OJ Simpson, two innocent people were murdered. That was horrendous. Two beautiful kids lost their mother that he shouldn't know. That's all they need to say. It was dumb. He apologized. And we appreciate his apology. That's it. Right. What do you think? You think I'm way off? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think what I would say. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think what I would say. You know, Tom <laughs> Sandoval, Tom Sandoval is often sticking his foot in his mouth. It was a very poor analogy. And I'm quite taken aback by the choice of his words. Tom Sandoval needs Here to pull Beyonce and Jay-Z. Stop doing press. Write your Stop own narrative. Press. Well. Beyonce does zero press. I mean, you know what? If I were like a Beyonce 
I mean, Taylor Swift doesn't really do that much. Like, oh. why? Like, why would you? Like, truly, why would you do press? Like, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston. When you're making twenty million dollars a year in residuals just from friends, then you have your Super Bowl ad with David Schwimmer. Like, will you? Why would you ever do press? I understand why housewives do press. I understand why you know most working actors do press and come on behind the velvet rope. Why would you do press if you were like anyone from Friends or Beyonce or man? We have really got off track from the Vanderpump Rules recap. Got to go. Yeah, we should go back. Um, I wouldn't. (sighs) And the two smartest people right now doing it are the Kelsey brothers on their own podcast where they're making insane money and controlling their own narrative. I would not do any. I I don't even think that it's beneficial to do press if you're a medium-sized celebrity, like traditional, like it's just not. Write your own narrative. Stop Write your own narrative. And let me just make it Honest, I'll pick up on a point you said. Yeah, behind the velvet rope. I'm media, so I'm not your friend. So don't call me upset. Don't text me afterwards. I don't want to be your fucking friend. I want to be left alone and I want to do my job. The people I have that I'm friends with in this industry, it's organic. Like, shocker, I did my job. So yeah, I agree with you. It's media. That's what the media does. Look, we all have a mutual understanding. When you come on, you're going to plug your stuff. I'm going to ask you some pretty intrusive questions about what this audience wants to hear. You're going to get to plug your new project, which no one necessarily is that excited about, but let's get it out there. And you got to answer my, it's right. And then we shake hands and we're cordial and we're friendly And we don't have anything against each other, but we do have different motives during a recorded session. That is how it is on a red carpet. That's how it is anywhere. That's the job. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He fucked up. He apologized. Um, If we've learned anything from being canceled, stop talking about it. You fucked up. You apologize. Move forward. Keep moving forward with your life. Your fans are going to be your fans regardless. Everyone's going to hate you for a week and then they'll be on to hating somebody else. Yeah. They should just give Tom, like, just lean into the hate. Just Bravo, give him like a dating show. I know he's dating this new model. Just give Tom like a dating show. Schwartzy will be on it. Put Schwartzy on there as like the BFF. And just do a bachelor ripoff with the douche and put like 25 girls in a house that actually want to date this. Make it like, like, what is it? Like flavor of love. Like, let's go a little trashy and let's have like real douche type girls that are like we don't care that he's a douche like we're on board he's hot like a little bit of fame is everything that we're looking for here and uh just let's lead into it let's have a bunch of groupies from the concerts in the house fighting for tom's love i bet you that'll be hate watched pretty high there i go. would think so too and i am i don't know why I, I feel like katie malone uh maloney loves still is obsessed with tom schwartz i have no idea why everybody is like tom schwartz what do you think of tom sandoval's comments it's like tom schwartz doesn't control what the guy like he's already said i'm gonna be no. friends with life why the fuck are you guys still asking like According to last night's episode, Tom Schwartz, they're best friends. Like, I mean, why do we care what Tom Schwartz thinks? Like Tom Schwartz is the guy's babysitter. It's just so weird to me. As he said last night, Lala, he's family. He'll always be family. And Lala understands. These are families, guys. And by the way. Okay. What did you think of last night's episode? Because I have to say, I do. I do. 
so the whole theme of last night, of course, was like Lisa Vanderpump, the 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 queen kingmaker that she is, essentially asking them all to back off. Like suicide's very, you know, she never thought that it would ever, ever, ever impact her family. She lost her brother. I get how emotional it is. And she's saying to Lala, to uh, Sheena, like, enough. I need you guys to, like, lay off him. If he's having these thoughts, like, we don't want to have any regrets. Okay. And Lala's like, oh, you know, he comes for me. Like, I don't give anything on this show. Okay, I don't see that she has so far. What new have we learned about the Randall Emmett divorce? Not much. Not much. We've seen the house. Baby Ocean, we don't see. So what is she giving us? Silence by David. (laughs) Silence by David. I don't know. I'm like, what else are we going to get? You know, the most fascinating parts to me is the, do we believe that I, I kind of am now like Tom really was in love with Raquel and really thought that they were going to continue this relationship and is so bothered by the fact that she has like cut him off. That you do? I think you don't most- think he's like playing it up. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm listening to every side of it. You know, I don't listen to every side. I can't, I don't know what to figure out about Tom Sandoval. Right. I, you know, is Tom Sandoval such an egomaniac that he does see himself like on the level of OJ and George? Like, is that is that who he really is? Because that's what Ariana says when she they're at the pool, they're in the pool. And I loved the pool float, by the way, of something about her, the sandwich shop that's never opening. I, I was going to say, it seems something. a little more put together than the actual something about her that I walked by a few weeks ago <laughs> in WeHo when I went to dinner at Chacones. So shouldn't we have like the boarded up window and like the shingle falling off? I'm just saying. I don't want to call it. Like James should have built a dilapidated rundown, something about her. I'm not wishing anyone any harm. I just think represent what actually is. And- Producers, thank you for that, because James didn't build that himself. But go on. (laughs) Ariana says he will always disappoint you. You guys know I've been so honest with you about my weight loss over the past few months. Look, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. There's so many diet plans that say, do this, don't do that. And none of them have ever worked for me. That is until noon. Noom realizes that with weight, one size does not fit all. They take into account each person's individual needs. Noom builds personal plans that takes your specific dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs into account, and then they build a plan that works for you. Noom uses a psychology-based approach. They focus on the why. They believe that losing weight starts with your brain, so they focus on why haven't you been able to lose weight. They really change the way you think about food. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Ariana might be right, you know? I mean, again, we see, we are getting, all these people's lives are edited to fit a narrative that the show wants, right? Like different seasons, people are hated. It's all like, It's just, you're getting a snapshot of their life. When we met Tom in real life for five minutes, he was very pleasant and nice. Again, we paid to meet him. So I wouldn't expect him to say fuck you to your face, but that would have been a moment. But maybe this is just who Tom Sandoval really is. I thought that part was interesting on the show. Um, I thought, you know, obviously we have the pool party at James. 
James is jumping in the pool with Allie. He's got to be careful jumping off the roof like that. <laughs> I'm really lost in the weeds today, but he's got to be careful jumping off the roof. And by the way, Casa Kennedy, like repeated three times. Doesn't Allie live there? Doesn't her cat live there? Doesn't Graham Cracker live there? Shouldn't this just be Casa Kennedy and whatever the hell Allie's last name is? Lens? The hell is her last name again? I don't know. Casa Kennedy and Allie. Well, too lazy to look it up, right? I mean, I'm very upset with James. It's a little chauvinistic. I'm getting woke here. I'm getting woke today, Sarah. Okay, well, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I, what did you think of the overall episode last night? I, I just don't think we are getting a lot from Lala. Sheena, I love, I can relate to the mom stuff, the whole, you know, the babysitter and then having her sister come over. I felt like Sheena and Brock's. It's so weird once you become a mother. It's like you cannot leave that cub. You know, you just cannot leave them. You're just like, I, I, no one can protect them like I can protect them. I have to be there. And I, I relate to that. And I, I think that's really good. I actually, I really like Brock and Sheena on the show the best. Um, I don't feel like I'm getting a ton from anyone else. And I love Schwartz's weirdness. I'm sorry. I would make out with him and bring me 18 plants. Since when did <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to get out of the weeds. Since when the fuck does Sheena have a sister? Can someone please tell me that? Oh, we didn't know this until this season. These people that are listening, they know everything. So now someone's going to go up my asshole and tell me that in season two, scene three, at 407, the sister was there in the background, in the corner. So maybe, maybe your guess is as good as mine. I drink vodka. So I don't remember anything, but I don't remember a sister. I don't remember a fucking sister. I don't know. She got married on the damn TV. Maybe there was a sister then. I don't remember a sister. So either I lived by such a fabulous life that so much goes in and so much goes out, or I drink too much, or I have early stages of stuff that is not good. That's, We're not going to mention. I, I'm, I'm not making light of that, guys. I'm not. It's a real valid concern that I have. But go on. Let's not talk about my issues here. Well, tonight. then they go out on a double date with James and Allie. And, you know, again, the whole theme of this episode is Tom Sandoval's mental health. And Lala is like, I never thought about his mental. And we're back to sobriety, right? We're back to sobriety because they're not really drinking. So we don't have the drinking stories that we did several years ago. I think this is problematic long term, but by the way, did James at his pool party, they had some sort of liquid drinks. Were they liquid weed or something? I That's... thought he ended up chugging a alcohol slash weed drink or a weed drink. Am I wrong? No. Uh, apparent to him, it was liquid weed and we're California. Uh, Schwartz is sober, is semi-sober curious. James apparently is California sober. Lala is really sober. I, I got I to have a chart, guys. Sheena is None of the above, but just not drinking at the moment. I got to have a chart for all these sobrieties. But, 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 you made me lose my train of thought. No, she was drinking a weed thing. But I did have a question that, what were you just saying? I had something interesting to say, but I have now forgotten it. Something about James, but I can't remember. Uh, well, he was drinking us. He was drinking a weed drink. Yes. Correct. Is he sober? Um, he he chugs this weed drink, and then you know, oh. well, Lala is talking to them about sobriety, like kind of talking, like wanting to find out all about their sobriety. Go on, did your 
thought come back? I really like that scene between Lala and James. Yes, my thought came back is that I watch what happens. They did a poll of who will forgive Tom first in the group. And the choices were Ariana, Miss, the other one that works with her at something about her, Maloney, Sheena, or yes. I think, were the, or Lala. Now, Sheena won by an overwhelming amount. Lala was second. I would just like to point out that 1% said Katie and 2% said Ariana. So more people out there in this poll think that Ariana will forgive Mr. Sandoval before Katie. And why is there even anything above a 0%? Who are these 2% of the people that think Ariana will ever forgive Tom? I would just like to know. There you go. That's my thought. And I, you know, I, I don't think I, I've never been super team Ariana, but I do give Ariana credit. I mean, I, I think Ariana is her thoughts on Tom are turning out to be true, right? It seems like Tom yeah. is maybe not a great person. So um, that said, right, that said, I think last night's episode was important because to me, not, nothing is ever worth taking your life. And, and we have a huge epidemic of suicide in this country. It's just, it's heartbreaking heart because it just devastates. It, you have no idea how much you're worth, you know, until you're gone and how much it hurts everybody left behind. It's the worst thing that you can do. And the worst, you know, life is full of ebbs and flows. And if you can just get beyond the hill, the next, I mean, the next, you know, peak that you're looking at is amazing. It's, you just have to get through that hard time. So I thought last night's episode was good. They did need to back off because it is all about how Tom's a piece of shit, um, which might be true, but you can't, I, I think it's good to like back off somebody. So I thought that was really great. Um, LVP has spoken. LVP has spoken. I mean, will they take her advice? Will they listen? And I want to know more about, look, I want to know more about Lala and Randall. Randall's, Randall's a character, but- I understand divorces are messy. And the other big scene for me, which I didn't even think they gave enough time to, was the return of Graham Cracker, the dog. Graham Cracker is back. Graham Cracker is back. And wow, we have a emotional Mr. Kennedy. He doesn't cry over people. Lala tried to get deep over the sobriety. And he's like, oh, come on now. Like, oh, you want to know my feelings? I'm sober. Why do we have to talk about this? He literally laughed it off. But, you know, Allie moved out. She took all the cats. And I was going to be single for the rest of my life. But whatever. It's, it's all fine. I was sad. This got him to break down a very emotional Mr. Kennedy. Right, Sarah? I, I mean, I actually wanted more of that scene than I did the rest of the scenes. And I, why is because, you know, and maybe fill in the blanks for me. How did this dog end up in these shelters? Did Raquel turn the dog over? Did Ra Raquel turn the dog over to the family, right? And I then believe it, so. It bit a family member. And so then it was like given to a rescue, right? It was like, it was like given up for adoption. And then it bounced from like adoptive homes because it bit somebody else. And then all of a sudden, Lisa comes out and she's like, here's Graham Cracker. It's bit a few people, darling, but he's back with you. And it's like, you know, you're just like, oh, great. I've got this dog that fucking bites everyone. It's a liability. Terrific. I'm so thrilled. But you're right. That like brought James to tears. He's like, Graham Cracker. And 
Has anyone else had major drama and hiring for their business out there? How great does it feel to finally find the right qualified candidate and close out a job search? But what if I told you you could get rid of the job search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is a great matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. I was able to hire the last ad sales rep that I hired within such a short period of time. Before Indeed, this would have taken me days and weeks, sometimes even months. Do you know that in the minute I've basically just been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide, 23 hires. Right now, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is anyone shopping online right now? I know you guys are. Well, listen, stop. You need to shop with Rakuten. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because their members earn cash back on everything that they buy. I just bought a ton of new supplies for this podcast because I was out of pens and paper. I I like to get everything at once. And I went to Rakuten and I went to Staples and now I got cash back by buying these things I would have bought anyway. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. You're already shopping at these stores anyway, so it's a total no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. I just got all my supplies at Staples and they're on the way, but look, you could shop at Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Bloomingdale's, Sephora, Expedia, all on Rakuten. So don't you want to earn cash back when you're shopping? Go to Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. I mean, how does this end up at at Vanderpump Dogs? Like, does Lisa, like, I assume, like, do producers just scour every, I'm really being serious. I mean, I just picture producers scouring every dog shelter in LA and being like, here's the picture. Does this dog look familiar? (laughs) Oh, wait, he does? Okay, like we need this moment on camera and then let's bring him to Vanderpump Dogs and Lisa is like, what a brilliant idea. We'll reunite and she, she, it's in her heart, but she's like, put the Vanderpump Dogs on the on the screen, please. But yeah, Graham Cracker is home. Now, I hope you talked to Allie and told her Graham Cracker I know, was coming right? home. <laughs> I, so get layers. out of the weeds, David. Get out of the weeds. Oh, no, that's the best part. There's so many layers to this. Like, dogs and cats famously don't get along. So we're just like, she's just yes. literally, it was hysterical, that scene. We've gone through a whole hour of mental health. And then at the end, we're like, he thinks he's going to Vanderpump Dogs to talk to Lisa about Tom Sandoval's mental health and suicidal thoughts. And it's like, Forget that, darling. He is your dog. Like, it's like, it's like, oh, okay. So all of a sudden, we're like, we're over the mental health and alleged suicide thoughts. Darling, his graham cracker. Will he get along with your cats? I have no idea. Has he ravaged and bit several people? Absolutely. And then James is just like, crying. she gets, and you saw Lisa. What? She smiled. She was so happy. Lisa loves the dog. Loves. And also you're picturing, because this dog's apparently bit so many people, you're picturing this like pit bull mix that's going to be like a nightmare. And then it like comes out and it's just a little doodle, you know, you're like, oh, this is what like Raquel couldn't take care of and was nipping at people. 
the whole thing just ends in such a comical manner. It's and and James is breaking down in tears next to a you know two thousand dollar dog bed that is actually a miniature size like luxury bed. The whole thing is just so Beverly Hills. I was like, oh my god, this is. Yeah, and what was Allie's true reaction when Graham Cracker was rescued? Like, does she really want Graham Cracker back? Or are they like, oh, shit, now we got a dog? That's not good. Um, uh, yeah. What did you think of the overall episode, though? Were you, did you think, because last week had me much more hooked. I was back. I thought it was really great. And I. this is how I ebb and flow with shows anyway, whether it's Sister Wives or Housewives. I always, it's almost episode to episode to me. Sometimes the episodes are really good, really deep. You find out things. And then the next episode is kind of, eh. Where were you on this one? It was okay. Episode four. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I want I want more. I want to see what else is coming up this season. What else are we going to get that we haven't already known, you know? Do you have any predictions? What do you think? I mean, look, I feel it's okay. I feel it's an okay season. I just feel, where do we go? Where do we go? We can't keep, I think we're going to do it all season. I know it was only three months later when this was filmed. I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, where? what does next season look like? We can't talk about Scandal. Can't. We're going to have a okay. whole show for five years about Scandal. Do you think it's coming or do you think it was scrapped? But where are the conversations about like Schwartz and Sandy's? Why aren't we going back to, because I actually thought that was super interesting last season when they were trying to argue about the menu. They had the, the chef there. They were having people in for tastings. Like I like the business part of it. Why is there no business part of anything yet? And the sandwich shop, why is there seeing discussions about this actually leads me to the theory there never was going to be a sandwich shop because where is Katie and Ariana arguing more about the wrapping of the sandwich? Where is that? Where's all the, all the stuff about Schwartz and Sandy's? I know Tom is forbidden from filming there, but okay, it could be more. Right, we're not getting people's lives. It's almost like the opposite of Housewives, where it's like you're a housewife, you have group scenes, you have alone scenes. You know, if you're a friend of, you don't get alone scenes. Right. Like where we're getting Sheena's life more so than anyone else's. We got Lala's a little bit. I mean, right. Where are Schwartz and Sandy's and Tom is having a tough time because his partner, you know, went out and did this. Where is something about her? Where is James being like, babe, I love you, but I got to go catch a flight. I'm DJing in Boston this weekend and then I'm going to New York and I, I, it's a tough life being on the road and away from you. And I'm not cheating. Don't you worry, darling, despite the groobies. But like, where's James heading off to LAX? Sorry, I know he lives near Burbank, but you know, a flight to New York is likely going to be out of LAX, darling. <laughs> more weeds, more weeds. Well, I just, I'm with you. Where is the other life stuff? When are we going to get it? Do you think we're going to get it coming up in episode five and episode six? Or do you, because we still are just beating this dead horse of Raquel, of Ariana, of of Sandoval, right? And Sandoval's self-punishment by getting into cold bathtubs and then going on shows where he has to live out in the desert and this sort of self-flagellation, you know? It's like, okay. And I'm not saying this. On? 
You know, do you know that Instagram account that has a gazillion followers, the guy that holds up signs? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I love him. I'm obsessed. Right. So it's like, first of all, I feel like, what a brilliant idea. Every day he's holding up a sign outside somewhere or whatever. Yeah, it's but brilliant. Like an iconic saint. I like, forgot the website, but he holds up, not just about reality TV, about everything. But the other day, I'm not saying this against her. The other day, he held up a sign that said something like, um, no more Billy Lee on VPR. It was something like, like, it, I think it, I think it literally said those exact words, like no more Billy Lee on VPR. I couldn't agree more. What does she add? It's just, I, I liked her. We met her in real life. I, I really do. But what is the point? It's like they, they, he needs a token friend and there she is. Yeah. I think it's because he has no one else to film with. Well, right? I, I love the lineup. No, Mr. Yontif is very busy over here. No, He's it's like there's drama going on. Okay. No, no, no. I'm listening. Um, that's well, that's another problem I have with the whole show, in that like it's going to be like Melissa and Teresa on New Jersey. Like no one yeah. will film with Tom, so we have Billy Lee there. We have Anne, the assistant. We have Jason, that the manager, tour manager that you met, um, drummer. So. That's all great, but we need Tom to interact with some of these people. There's got to be some, like, this is your job. There has to be some, like, there should be a scene next week with Sheena and Lala. You took LVP's advice, and now you're sitting down with Tom. I don't care if it goes good or bad, but it should be a real scene where you're interacting and not just him, like, begging for your forgiveness, Right? Like, so we have to start getting these group scenes. Well, I just think they have to be doing stuff. We've got, like you said, we have to be seeing their lives. We have to be seeing. And I do think there's something brewing with Allie and James. Are they still together in real life? She seems very annoyed by him on the show, I think. But maybe they're madly in love. Very, 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 very. She wasn't down for when he sprayed her with the hose. He was trying to be cutesy. She would not have. She's very that. pretty. Yeah, very, very stunning. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make up for the fact if they're not in love. And, you know, I think all this chatter about James seems to be dying down. I don't, you know, look, I don't want to, I don't want to criticize anybody. You know, I really don't. I really try to come here with an open heart and an open mind. But it does seem like, look, Kristen Doty is punching him and, you know, punching him in the driveway. So that wasn't the right person for you. He, he is so upset with Tom Sandoval, you know, for fucking his ex. But James too, I think likes, I think Tom and James have the same type in common. Like I think I get a little bit of the Stepford subservient thing with Allie and James. I just, it's a vibe I read, right? Yeah. Like I think she's I can see that. the right girl for, and that's not even criticizing. Maybe there's just some relationships where there's a Dom and there's a sub. We've all heard about that. Sometimes the doors yeah. get Sometimes Sarah's getting yes. very excited. Sometimes the doors get. And is there anything you want to tell us here, Sarah? Yes, my seventy-two-year-old, <laughs> my seventy-two-year-old uncle is in the leather, is in the gay leather community, and really? I hear way more than I want to about doms and subs. Yeah, I'm happy to introduce you to him. He's hysterical, and he's widowed his partner, who was my biological uncle. They were together for thirty-five years, and um, let me just say, he's living the villages. You know that that documentary, The Villages. <laughs> No, I do not. Okay, well, you need to treat yourself because there's a documentary about all these old people that moved to Florida. It's going to be my retirement with you. Um, 
and they live in the villages, which is a retirement community, and they all fuck mm. each other like crazy. Yeah. They smoke. They just he, is, is he in a gay one? Yes, he is, and it is a gay leather community where now it's like, where is this in like it's new Key york West? honey he lives in your no in new york he like lives in your neck of the woods there's um, a gay there's a up. wait let me just slow down <laughs> slow down because this is my idea to have like my idea is no there needs to be a like here in i forgot the name of it like i think it's crescent or something like in beverly hills there's a very high-end retirement home like where sutton's gonna go when she's right. all alone and she needs to be put in a home, she I mean, it's a very, very wealthy and upscale. I mean, it's five stars. It's like living at the Waldorf in Beverly, but it's a retirement. There needs to be a gay, very, very high-end retirement home. But apparently, so this man is in a gay leather. There's an, It's that specific. Yes. It's a gay yes. retirement home only yes. for leather people that love leather. And there are doms and there are subs, baby. And he is a sub. And I hear way too much about what is going on with and a you know. year old man in the leather world. And you know, I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> and, and you know, the people that work there probably are only like, you know, they're probably the nurses. They've only hire like 19 to like 28 in all men. And you know, they are just getting themselves into all sorts of trouble. I'm just my mom. Uh, my yeah, mom that's, uh, it's about yeah. what uh, yeah. what he's up to. So there's always, yes, I'm happy. And then the nurse says, Mr. So-and-so, this is not allowed in the rules. And then the, the older one says... I understand that, but just open the bed, the side table. And they're like, what's in the side table? They open it. There's five $100 bills. And they say, take it. Now lock the door. <laughs> Guys, I could do a whole other podcast with Sarah. Trust me. I mean, I'm just telling you how the world works. I, I, I What do you want from me? What? I'm familiar. Do you want me to sit here and just lie to everybody about it? It all works. That is that would be my gay uncle's like dream um, home. Yep, that was. Some people you. call it cynicism. I call it realism. Let's as discuss long as it everybody is of age and of yes. consent. I don't care. I don't care. But yes, anyway, yeah. James seems like he's a, a dom, and he would be thrilled to have a sub. And right, um, yes. And look, if that works for Allie, but it just it just this is like this might be the one for James. She's gorgeous. She's quiet. She look, she got on the show. She's not using him just for fame. It's like this might be the one, right? She speaks slowly and properly, which I'm sure he likes. He's sober. Graham Kraka and him, right? Right. Ish, ish, ish. We have the the drink though. I've never heard of liquid weed. I welcome to California, guys. Oh yeah. Liquid THC. I mean, you never drank liquid THC? No. I just want to get in one Uber. One Uber a month. That does not smell like fucking weed. That's all I ask. It hasn't happened since I've moved here. Correct. I just Correct. want one. Just when one. is Uber going to offer the feature? Because they always ask you, do you want to talk to your driver? I don't give a fuck. Yes, I'll be, I, I'm happy. Do you want your driver to look at you twice? Do you want to, how about a weed option? How about, I yes. would like mine not to have fucking baked out the car five minutes before showing up. How about that option, Uber? Can we get a click? Yeah, because I they, would they, they show that. up here. They've hit the joint on the way here. And it's like, sir, I don't mind that you're high, but I don't want to get in the vehicle with you. Yes. Give yourself a two-hour break. And then, of course, everybody says, oh, Sarah, I'm so much more. I can focus on weed. I do so much better on weed. I'm so much more responsive on weed. No. 
I don't believe you. I'm sorry. That's like me saying that alcohol is my superpower. Like I forget and I'm a moron. Like I, it's not a superpower. It seems like it in the moment, but it's not. So stop lying to us and no. just give us the option that we don't want to be with you when you're high. It's like I told you, I also am on a journey like Tom Schwartz. I am semi-sober curious. Unfortunately, I don't put that into effect. I went to the Thompson Hotel on Monday. I had my two martinis. I walked home. Um, But I would like to never drink again in theory. I agree with you. I don't care if you are high as a kite oh. and you reek and the shit is coming out of your pores. Please just don't pick me up. Please. Yeah, why are you operating a vehicle? I, I I get it. It's for my anxiety. Let me tell you. Driving on a five lane highway in Los Angeles with a passenger while high. That's helping your anxiety. I'm like, what? Okay. Maybe you should be doing a different job as a librarian. Why are you, uh, why are you an Uber driver? You've got anxiety and you got to hit the the pipe. I mean, come on. Let me tell you about anxiety. Anxiety is me (sighs) sitting in the back of your car while I smell smoke. And then you're like, but I'm fucking late. So I can't say, because let me tell you something. These Uber drivers are like these 20-something-year-olds. You ever hire a 20-something-year-old? I hire lots of the 20-something-year-olds to do stuff. And I'm like, hey, hi, I'm so sorry. I know you're on my payroll, but I have to just, do you mind maybe if you could maybe do this for me? I know I'm paying you anyway, but I'm just wondering if like, this is okay with you. That's what it's like for these 20 something year olds that work for me. Okay. It's weird being an employer in 2024. I, everybody I employ, I speak to the same way. Would you mind? It's like, what do I do? And I'm not worried about being sued. I'm worried about you. Like, as I've had people just be like, um, I'm walking off the job right now. I'm like, wait, we have to edit this. We have to edit this Kato Kalen because it's going out tomorrow. Yeah, I don't like because you said hello and you do not say good morning. And I prefer good morning instead of hello. So you take your Kato Kalen edits and you shove them up your asshole. And I'm leaving today. So, right, you have to, same thing with an Uber driver. You're like, excuse me, excuse me. I don't want you to end this ride because I'm late. No, I know if I speak to you inappropriately, you're just going to pull over and tell me to get the fuck out of the car and we're in the middle of the highway. Like I, that's so it's, they're just like the 20 somethings. No offense to the 20 somethings, but you all, you need to be spoken to so politely. I'm not polite. I don't say good morning. I don't want to, I don't want to be nice. I just want to get the work done. I don't want to involve three sentences. I'm tired. (laughs) <laughs> on that note, follow us on social media for more. We're really nice people, guys. Can we please just have a podcast, you guys, where we talk about everything other? We Can we have a podcast where we talk yeah. about the most mundane things and just make them somewhat interesting? Wouldn't that be better than talking about Vanderpump rules? <laughs> I no, mean, I love, I love the pop culture stuff, but I also, I like the society stuff and, and, you know, things are things aren't as bad as everyone makes them out to be. See, we could do this positive and real positive. No, listen, I'm all positive. Listen, again, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season four, Monica fucking Garcia. There you go. Does everyone want a positive statement from me today? That season we just watched was brilliant. Lisa Barlow's chopping away, saying season five will be great without her. Whitney's going to be the villain. I mean, Whitney's already right. Of course, she's already together. They got together and they're like, "All right, who's going to take the hit 
Now yeah. I do hear Mary Cosby's coming back to you. We can talk about this tomorrow because I've got and a lovely preview. Th- and three newbies, three newbies. Like, and they all look, and one of the newbies has already been uh, caught. She's been caught with burner accounts, finstas. But um, good luck. I'm going to watch. I am hopeful. I'm not judging, but you can't top Monica Garcia. You can't top her. I'm oh, looking getting, for her. Are we getting Mary back? Now I want Mary. If we're not... I think we're getting, no, Mary's been, Mary's been at Filmin's. Mary's been there. She's been there, girl. She's showing up. You know what I don't think maybe we're ever going to get is Roni. I said a few weeks ago, everyone says, I don't know. I mean, we're going to get it, but where is, listen, they're really, you know, then we'll go. They're spacing things out because the ratings for everything are down. Like, I think Bravo is finally of this, like, we don't have that much in the can. We really got to kind of like when behind the velvet rope goes from seven days a week to one day a week. I'm going to do it. I'll put everything on fucking Patreon and I'll go one day a week. So don't piss me off, everybody. But I think Bravo is like making us want it because they are drawing this shit out. Jersey, April, maybe. There's a big debate over Dubai. Chanel Ayan says says June. Cancel Dubai. Very <sighs> Um, is anybody out there slip into our dms is there anybody out there be honest don't just try to grandstand is there anybody out there that really is dying for dubai to return slip into our dms i'm curious yeah maybe i'm wrong yeah no i mean i actually don't think you're wrong i think i want roadie back though i love bryn i love sai i love jessel i really i really think those women have so much potential i hope they're filming and i i want jenna one more season I was, she was my rider. I was so looking forward to that. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard everyone's coming back. I've heard everyone's coming back. I want one more season, but if she doesn't give me like, I I want her, I I want like boss. I want, I, you know, I want like, that was the Carol Rad as well. It was like that level of sophistication that, you know, it was like all the women of Beverly Hills were hoity-toity. And then Erica Jane came in, patting the puss, like things you don't do in the BH publicly. And it was so good. And but then you, you know, you had LVP, just this rich, rich English one. You know, I, I love that. I feel like Jenna brings like that experience. I mean, you took a company, you made it iconic again in the arts. I she mean, has money. She has real money. Real money, real fame, real insight. Like, show us that, girl, instead of like, I'm gonna go hide. I'll be back. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm okay with that. That big lesbian energy, girl. Come yes, on. bring that big dick lesbian energy, girl. And show us your woman, too. Bring her on. I don't care her if she on, wants baby. it or not. It's season two. Too bad, girl. Bring her on. And bring right, the kid go. on. We'll go. Bring the sun. Okay, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, girl. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.